What's up guys, welcome back. This is Rachel. I'm here with Hendrick and our producer Sam. He's gonna talk with us today. And today we're going to have the Atlanta special. We're gonna talk Ooh. all about the Atlanta trap scene, uh, where it originated, I mean in Atlanta ATL, but just talk about like who started trap, what it's like now, like the history of it, because mm -hmm. it's very, very influential in the music we listen to on the radio today and it's a dope place so. it's definitely a dope place so um yeah uh we are all three of us me sam and rachel all of us are from the carolinas north carolina south carolina and we've all three of us have been to atlanta been able to experience what it's like to walk around there to actually be in the atlanta life and it's just honestly it's a it's an astonishing place culturally and just like city wise it's it's a great place to live i mean they may not, some people may say it's like, you know, it's not the greatest place to live, but I mean, it, it's better than a lot of places I've been to. Living in South Carolina, I wish I lived in Atlanta. I think that would be the coolest thing ever. And I mean, if you're trying to become an aspiring rapper or anything like, I would say musically or entertainment wise, uh, Atlanta is a great, 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 great place to start out. Very yeah, there's, a, there's just a lot of artists and like talent coming out of Atlanta, especially right now. Like it's mm -hmm. popping off right now. Oh yeah. So... Yeah, just to set the scene, Atlanta's kind of like still in the south, um, but it does have a big city, but it's so big that it has kind of suburbs that come out of it. Mm -hmm. Atlanta, like the actual city, like has, you know, it's very like more rich, like into like the city city. So there's a lot of rich people that yes. live there, a lot of businesses that are there. There's like CNN that was there. There was the Olympics that was there a couple years ago. So they talk all about the Olympics and stuff. It's also a big place for drugs to come into the US mm -hmm. because of their airport and because of the uh, highways, like coming into Atlanta, there's a bunch of highways that need Atlanta. That's why traffic there is like really fucking shitty because there's just a lot of ways that dr drugs can get in and out of the city very mm -hmm. easily. Mm -hmm. um, and one of their, their airports is one of the biggest airports in like the whole US. It's like huge. It's like the international airport there. So yeah, Atlanta's popping off all the time and that's why there's a lot of drugs and crime that is kind of outside in the inner city of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where trap music started out. So trap music originates from, they call it the trap, like trapping out of a house that has drugs in it. Like that's where you're doing your trapping. And so yep. trap rap came to be because of those like artists were actually dealing drugs out of their, out of the yes, trap, it's a real thing. out of these houses. So that's why they call it trap. And it kind of originated, uh, we, we kind of looked this up um, cause we debated who was the you know, trap god. We we trap. all probably we have our favorites, and we could say who is trap god. But original, like history, historically, let me say historically, who is the trap god? I'd have to go with Gucci on that. I mean, Gucci's well, Gucci's just my the pick. trap god for me. Because He's got to be the great. I mean, we love Gucci so much, but Gucci Mane is who we mean too, not just Gucci. Gucci Mane, the trap god, mm -hmm. Guwop. Uh, he has a lot of different names. Ten seventeen. Yeah. My boy. Yeah. Gucci's this. Yeah. We mm -hmm. fucking love Gucci. Gucci. But it also could have originated from Ti. Ti. A lot of like websites we were looking up, and we kind of we kind of thought this in our heads. We didn't really want to believe it, but it also could have originated with Ti. Gucci was out there too. Mm -hmm. Young Jeezy was uh, also could be Jeezy, one of the originators. Definitely. definitely. And it might have started even before that from. Outcast and everyone kind of knows Outcast. I feel like they're because of some of the songs like Hey Ya, like and no, Ma Sorry Miss Jackson, like that kind of gets confused with like kind of pop, like hip hop, yeah. like 
you know, I rather like, than trap rap. But a lot of people credit them for kind of starting the way that they made their music into becoming what trap is today. No, they definitely, I think they definitely put Atlanta on the map, but they weren't like, I feel like Outkast is a whole different breed. Like, yeah, they're, they're not. not trap, I wouldn't think they would trap, consider like, themselves trappers. I no, think they're definitely rappers, not. like, kind of, like, like they're on a higher level in yeah. my opinion. They're on a way higher level than than yeah. all the other. Like they're they're very special coming so, out of Atlanta. So other than that, we got Jeezy, we got Gucci Mane, we got Ti, and those are kind of the three main rappers that kind of start popping off Atlanta and just trap rap mm-hmm. in general. So a lot of that goes to credit though to the producers that were going yes. on. Like trap music has a very specific sound. They use a lot of piano beats. They use piano like, snares, claps, uh, mostly dirty sounding kind of stuff. You're not going for like the most complete. Like it's it's just like you would think of it as uh, just trying not to like really capture a professional type of sound. I wouldn't say like it's like it's it's hard to it's hard to say. But they they'll definitely use drums like. 808s, 808s kicks, they'll be using snares. It's the certain patterns that they make with their beats, and they have very loud hi-hats you can hear in the beats. Very dark, dark monotone, like just straightforward loops uh, going over their beats. It's just, I mean, the beats themselves are a whole different breed. I mean, you can definitely tell from listening to a trap beat to a mainstream pop beat and say, okay, yeah, I know the difference. I can I can tell what you mean by the difference in, in the sounds. It's just... It's a whole different sound in itself, I would say, sonically. Yeah. And it's, just, it's, and and it's authentic to where it comes from. Like, mm-hmm. Atlanta, the, the other reason why I like it so much is that they're not... They don't pretend to be people that they're not. Like, most of these artists, like, actually were trapping. And, like, that's oh, how no, yeah. they started rapping. And they got out of the trap by... By rapping. By yeah. rapping, yes. So, like, it was a good thing for them to start rapping. They were able to change their lives. They yeah. were first dealing drugs and now they've changed their lives into just recording and and i i read the autobiography i read the autobiography of gucci Mane, and he talks a lot about how he started out like in atlanta growing up like he had um somebody that kind of influenced him to start selling drugs like his family wasn't making that much money and he kind of wanted to find a way to support his mom and so it was kind of the cool thing to do was to go out there and sell drugs and like trap out mm-hmm. and then gucci would literally be trapping out of the Circle K. And he wrote a song about like Circle K, like at a certain point, like rapped it and stuff. And he was really, he was really, really good at rapping. And people were like, Gucci, you're- You need to rap. You need like, to like keep rapping, like mm-hmm. stop trapping. Like, but it was always kind of just part of the scene. And he also got addicted to codeine. And yes. he, would, he would go in and out of jail because of this like codeine addiction. This like the fact that he had guns all the time. The fact that he was still like in the business a little bit, like, mm-hmm. you know. Still in the trap do, business yeah. doing that. So he ended up going to jail for a pretty long time at a certain point, but he came out just recently, like two or three years ago, like Gucci got released from jail and he just hit the ground running as soon as he got out. Like he was coming out with new songs. Like he's probably come out with like five or six albums after he just got released and an autobiography. Like he was grinding it out. He was like, I'm not going to let this opportunity like go to waste. Like I'm out. I want to be Gucci. I want to be famous. That was definitely a situation where the justice system took a W there. Yeah. I think that definitely changed Gucci. I mean, before he was going into jail, he looked 
like a pear. Like yeah, he looked. Yeah, he was huge. He was huge. he was huge, and he said it was all from the coating. Like the coating would build up inside of his stomach. He had a lean belly. Because and of it. he yeah, it was just like be built up in there. And he went to jail. Like he couldn't obviously couldn't do it, so he quit. Like as soon as he got out, and like I don't think he does anything now. He got no. married to his longtime girlfriend. Yeah, stayed his girlfriend when he was in jail, and then he said when he got out, he gave her a million dollars because she was so faithful. Yeah, and all and that. They, yeah. they got married, huge TV wedding, of course, <laughs> in Gucci Mane style. And, yeah, and so he also, I don't know. He kind of has, like, Gucci, I feel like, has, like, children, like, descendants of no, him, too. Sure. And we'll go into that later. Mm-hmm. But, you know, aside from that, it was Gucci, Young Jeezy, T.I. They were, they all came up together. They beefed a lot with each other. Like, who was the originator of trap music? In Gucci's book, he says, everyone says that uh, Young Jeezy is the, or is the trap god, but don't listen to them. Like, it's me, like, Gucci Mane. I'm the trap god. We used to fight about that. It's me. So it's funny now. But then after them, there was Waka Flocka. Mm-hmm. So Waka Flocka Flame, like, everyone knows him from, like, middle school. I mean, if you're, if you're my age. the biggest dance song ever Yes, No Hands. No, no hands. hands by Waka Flocka Flame has been played more than anything I've ever heard in my life. Yes. I, that, I freaking love that, that song. Yes. Like yes. Middle yeah, Waka, Waka blew up really, really fast. And really then they well. also, like, you can credit Soldier Boy, too. Like, Soldier Boy. Credit Soldier, it, big like, Soldier as well. Yeah. Like, that's was around like younger too it might even be before walk uh, maybe around the same time but yeah so there's that mm-hmm. and also you know around this time too there's zaytoven the producer zaytoven whenever you hear the tag it's like a little zaytoven. baby going that's yes. like yes. he produces these songs he produced for gucci and then he just went on to produce for everybody else like he, he didn't go to jail yeah. so yeah he'd keep going um zaytoven's also actually really i don't want to say this in the bad sense but he's actually really like He's an older kind of guy. He's mm-hmm. he's got a lot of experience. So these new rappers coming in, knowing about Zaytoven and rapping with him, I think is just awesome. Being able I to hop like on his beats and stuff Zaytoven like that. I feel is kind of like a little bit older version of Usher. Like he's very like mature. He looks and a lot like, like Usher. He looks he's a weird. lot like Usher, and he's just like, I'm not doing. Like he was never do, like dealing drugs. Like Gucci no. used to always say Zaytoven used to always like like tell him like don't like go trap like and like when gucci would bring like guns and stuff into zaytoven's house he'd get pissed he'd be like no get the fuck out of here yeah, like dude, zaytoven yeah. used to work out of his like mom's like basement oh yeah dude yeah. and so like he was just like get get the fuck out of here with those drugs and like the mm-hmm. guns and stuff and so gucci's like a lot of the reason why i kind of started like wanting to quit was because of zaytoven yeah so he credits that to him Zaytoven, great influence, great producer i mean he's kept himself alive longer than most of these rappers oh yeah for sure his career has been flourishing for a long time and then speaking of you know zaytoven zaytoven worked a lot with future and that's future's huge everyone Mm -hmm. knows future future was on a freaking taylor swift song okay like he's crossed over (laughs) everywhere like he gets featured on everything and he's he's one of those rappers that can just get into the booth like and just spit bars and like not even have to rehearse it like he just comes out and just does his shit so Mm -hmm. and he really lives his raps He, he lives his raps for sure he's uh he's Kind of works with like Sunny Digital, DJ Esco, 808 Mafia, like Zaytoven, of Metro course. Boomin as well. Yes. All the tapes Future dropped. I mean, I think Future out of any artist has put more producers on the map than anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. Metro Boomin got his buzz from, uh, he produced the entire monster tape for Future, Metro Boomin, because he has no DJ on there, and that's just all Metro Boomin beats. Um, DJ Esco is usually uh, Future's go to DJ, that's like his number one DJ. Uh, he's an artist in himself now. Uh, in 2019, he's got his own album out, DJ Esco's album. I can't remember what it's called, but really good. Um, 808 Mafia with Sizzle, uh, TM88, 
Lex Luger or a part or used to be member Lex Luger, I guess. Um, but yeah, that that was where that started. Uh, the whole the whole like I mean I really I think that's when really like Sunny Sunny Digital as well. That's when most of the producers really started to get a credit. Like when Tag started to become a real thing, and then like Metro Boomin as well pushing that to the like forefront. So what exactly producing. are tags? So I would say producer tags are like a way to be able to distinct. And when you hear a beat play, you think you'll hear their tag and go, okay, I know this is made by Metro Boomin or I know this is made by so-and-so. So let's say my favorite producer is Metro Boomin. So let's say I play a song and it just Metro Boomin's tag plays at the beginning. Like Young are, Metro don't trust you. I'm, I'm going to shoot, shoot you. you. That's yeah. what Future said. Future said that So Future him. made that tag for Metro. So whenever you hear that on any song and that – and I feel like it got most popular, like, when Metro, like, really got mainstream was yeah. when it was on the Kanye song. Oh, when he put it on the Kanye album, when he produced for him, yeah, yep. definitely. Yeah. So, and everyone knows that song, it's... Uh, um, Father Stretch My Hands, Father Stretch part My Hands, two, or part one, just, or like, comes right in, Young Metro Don't Trust You. Yep. That was, yeah. Metro. That was where, like, he, that's where people started to understand what tags really, what, like, mm-hmm. what tags brought to a song. Like, they, people were starting to be able to, like feel the energy of the tag like you would hear if you look up videos on youtube now of like concert live of like father stretch my hands you'll hear the entire crowd just shout his tag out the the entire crowd will just scream it out and i think that's that's just crazy to me because before then people wouldn't even know what a producer tag was and then people are people are also like just you know um now figuring out like producer tags and, and it's starting to get really popular now a lot of people are putting them on i mean every beat's got to have a producer tag now it's like the number one thing to do now it was like yeah. a hidden rule like nobody knew before in producing you wouldn't think to yourself i'm gonna tag my beat like i mean maybe you would but you know what i'm saying like before then it wasn't a thing and now it's like oh no it's a huge thing like you beat. need to have a tag so that people recognize you because nowadays producers are like their own brand like mm-hmm. metro boomin can come out with albums that are his own albums and have 21 savage and he on doesn't it. have to say a single word on yeah he no he have just to say makes the whole word. beats but that's his album and just like it's like how dj khaled does it dj khaled's probably one of the most famous people oh, yeah. for oh, his yeah. tags like you know like we the best we or the best. another one it's dj khaled. DJ, yeah yeah that's, like yeah. that's when everyone like that's that's how you can understand what a tag is mm-hmm. and everyone's like dj khaled doesn't rap like no he doesn't he just He's literally makes the beats yep and he has Beyonce, Jay-Z, whoever the fuck he wants come onto his yep. album and he just thinks he's the best because he knows the hottest people in rap music. He does. And I mean, he, he knows the hottest people and it makes sense. The formula yeah. makes sense. Getting the hottest people on a track is going to give you a better numbers than, you know, I don't know, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I think he's the one who kind of first started it to be like DJ Khaled. No, like, he, he, you can be a brand as a producer. Yes. Like you can be your own individual artist as a producer. You don't have to just be he, he's a producer. Like, he's the first person to show people how to, how to like be able to market themselves. Yeah. Market yourselves and make yourself a mogul and just make yourself a moving company. Like that's him. DJ Khaled. Yeah. He is very good on the business aspect. Music wise though, after father of Assad. I'm I mean, he's dis- just the, the sound's <laughs> just getting older, and like the only good songs that he had on his last album was the ones that he got Take Heath to come on. Like, to be honest. Yeah, like, I mean, the one with Cardi B and Take Heath, you can't. And Twenty One, I mean, like not yeah. just Cardi B, Twenty One. Okay, Twenty One as well. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, DJ Khaled's put a lot of a lot of people on the map as well too. He's he's been able to put a lot of people out. Um, trying to think here, but. But what are your favorite tags for people? Oh, my favorite tags? Um, <laughs> I love uh, starting some of the new tags. Like, obviously, I like, oh, my God, it's Ronnie. That's that's an amazing tag. Whenever you hear that, you just know it's going to be about to hit. 
that's that's Ronnie J. Ronnie J makes most of the beats for the people that you know, like uh, whenever they were coming up, like Lil Pump and Smoke Perp, you would hear, oh my God, Ronnie, on the oh, beginning yeah. of beats, and you'd know that's Ronnie J. Yeah, his beats are pretty fire now that you're No, they're, they're very good. Whenever I hear that, I think, oh my God, the bass is about to be destroyed. You better turn it down a little bit. Like, that's how you know. I like murder on the beats, so the, it's not nice. Yeah, there's murder that beats. That's a very good one. And then murder how to get beats. away. Or I'm not. I ain't finna tell y'all how to get, get away, away with murder. murder and shit. That's 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 a very very hard tag. I like that a lot. Who is that? That's murder beats. Murder. Oh that's oh, still that's murder, murder, murder still. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, even murder. Know that. Yeah. I was dumb. I, I like uh, Danny's. Oh, Danny Wolf. Danny, Wolf. Danny, I see you. Yeah, Danny Wolf has a really good one. Um, he produces for like Little Skies, uh, Little Tekka. He's produced for him as well. Um. Let me think here. Um, a lot, I lot, I really like. So if we're gonna get into like really big producer tags, like I really like, um, I like Mike Wills just because Mike Will made it, and Mike Will is also from Atlanta. Yes, so there Mike you go, Will. Another one. Mike Will is definitely Mike Will made it. An amazing producer. Um, I really like. I don't know if he. I don't know where this guy's from. He's kind of new. His name's Hit Boy though. I like Hit Boy a lot. What's Hit Boys? Hit Boy is just Hit Boy. Like you hear him on. Um, He's produced for Juice World. There's a few songs he has with Juice World. I know he has some with Drake though, but I never hear him on Drake songs. No, that's. Think maybe he has, but he yeah. Did, no, somebody's was talking about how Drake had Hit Boy. Now he's getting with Hit Boy. Okay, but yeah, Hit Boy. He's he's fire. Um, I really I'm trying to think of another, any other like tags. Pierre's is so well. Pierre's known. okay. Everybody loves Pierre's sound. You can't you can't go wrong with the. Pierre, come out. You want to come out here? Or that one's the it? best. That yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, Pierre, you want to come out here? Yeah. I Jamie that was Fox, part, beautiful. I thought beautiful. that was part of that song. Like, no, that's you why, like when you heard like, first heard Magnolia. What got it big. That yeah. is what's got it big. Yeah. Everyone would be like, "Oh my god, this song!" Dude, like I'm telling you, producer I it was tags. A lyric in that song. Producer tags are the best way to like if you to identify like a hit song. Really, mm-hmm. like, like that's that's the that's the formula now. If you put a if you put a great producer tag on top of a like. A really amazing song people are gonna hear and go oh my god like it's just something catchy to hear like you know you have a hook in the, in the at the beginning of your essay that's kind of like what a tag would oh be. yeah it's like i your, would say that your uh yeah i know your you're hook at the, your beginning, hook of your at the beginning of your freaking essay yep. that's hilarious that's exactly what that is <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as fuck that's what okay. it is but yeah um so going in so we got like future talk mm-hmm. we get we got off on a tangent about the producers but it was yeah. funny yeah and now we got two chains too around that same time maybe before but like two chains two chains was titty boy before right and so this was like and then when he started getting big i think one of his managers was like yo like you should change your name to something more appropriate that like can be played hit on hit like on the radio like not titty boy and he's like okay and so he changed his name to two chains because he always wore two chains yeah so yep. he's he's pretty freaking sick. We love Two Chains. His most famous album, probably like the most mainstream one, is Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. But I mean, every album before that too. Were oh, well, also like, like Big Booty Ho, like What I Want, Birthday um, Song with Kanye. Yeah, I mean a True uh, Story. True and Story. Then, but like his biggest success was Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. That was where, yeah, that was where he was taken to another level. And Two Chains literally had a like we tried to go to it one time, like Excuse in Atlanta, me. like we tried to go to the trap house. Two Chains has this like house that he like made completely pink for when he released his album, and he had it there for a long time. It was like. The, like some trap house that he painted entirely pink and it was pretty dope but we never yeah. got to see it 
it got painted back the like color it was before and i was like it was Fuck. for it was for his album pretty girls trap music yeah. like trap music it, it was, was like a, it was a, it was basically like a miniature pop-up shop yeah you could buy merch there and stuff like that and it was in atlanta in his old home he used to live in he made it into a horror house too i think a haunted house Probably. Oh, that's I think dope. he did over Halloween. I think wow. he changed it to a haunted house. Dude, I'd but they, like, that. the rappers there love to, like, give back to the city. Like, they ride for Atlanta. Like, it's always, like, yes, Atlanta, can, like, this, they, they embrace other artists that are also from Atlanta. They love to, like, you know, collab with other Atlanta artists. And they also love to give back to the city. Like, 2 Chains does, like, T.I. did a trap museum and, like, did, like, it in Atlanta, like, a museum of all trap music and stuff. And, like, the other day, Future... Like, took a bunch of people yep. to, like, for Hood Day, I think he yep. called it, like, to the water park. He rented out no, the Six Flags. I thought that like, was, like, Future and 21 Savage, too. Was it Savage? I, it might have been Savage yeah, with him. They both, Savage. like, rented out, like, yep. some, like, the big like Six Flags water park and just had everybody come in. They, like, brought in food, drinks, like, everything. It was, like, some Hood pool party, like, is what they called it. <laughs> it was, like, so funny. But they just want to get back to the city. Like, they love Atlanta. They ride for it. And it's, pretty, it's a pretty dope place. But the reason why people categorize Atlanta as kind of being, like, scary in some places yeah. because of the drugs like I the mean, hood yeah. like that's where this music comes from but you know it doesn't mean that it's not a good place to go to it's just the circumstances that circumstances that people are mm-hmm. under like mm-hmm. causes them to have to not have to but like it's hard when you're we don't you don't have a good education system no one has money to go to college so yep. what are you gonna do to make money you're gonna sell drugs like mm-hmm. that's just kind of how the life style of people like this grow up in so i get it but Anyways, going down from Two Chains and Future, we got Young Thug and Rich Homie Kwan. Now both of these guys hate each other. They 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 completely to this day hate each other, and both of them got really. I would think I don't know if both of them, but I know Young Thug for sure got his basically his debut, like his break when everybody started to know who Young Thug was because of his sound was uh, the Lifestyle song. Everybody knows the Lifestyle song, the song that nobody can understand what Young Thug is saying. Oh, yeah. That's when he first started the mumble rap shit. That's where mumble rap shit really started to hit the floor. But that was like, if you were on Vine, like, that song was, like, always on Vine. Mm -hmm. Like, people were just, like, making Vines to it, like, like, Lifestyle. That song was... That song was literally, like, that that was the only song Young Thug ever did with Rich Homie Kwan, and I think that was like why did they why did they beef? They, they beef no, because they said it was, me. yeah it is. I think they have an album together. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they I don't wish they did because I love Rich Homie Kwan too. Rich Homie Kwan's just more low key than Thug. Like he doesn't really collab with a lot of people. Like you usually just see Rich Homie Kwan on his own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was on that one song with Lil Dicky though, the um what was it save that money he was like in it for like a verse and they were like rich homie kwan or kwan we'd have to pay for the whole verse yeah, dude, they, have an a- they have an album together wow I so i am i am 100 percent wrong they do have an album together but yeah. i know to this day they have a beef because young thug said it was personal things yeah they, they have like, they, like they, over they were, 600 songs unreleased because wow. of their beef yeah they yeah. wouldn't release them they that's what it was so beef. they they were friends before let me let me rephrase it all so we figured out what's the beef between young thug and rich homie kwan so basically, Young Thug and Rich Homie Kwan were friends. That's when they recorded Lifestyle and all those hit songs. But they were on Rich Gang, which is kind of like a label started by Birdman, which Lil Wayne is also kind of a part of mm-hmm. because Lil Wayne mm-hmm. was under the Birdman umbrella. So Bird, like the Birdman, like has this notorious like kind of 
he's notorious for taking money from Lil Wayne. Like, that's why Lil Wayne didn't release music for a really long time, because Birdman, apparently he thought that Birdman was taking too much money for him on the label, so he, like, literally waited to drop his next album so he could make the most money off of it, like, when he was out of his contract with Birdman. So, Young Thug and Rich Homie Kwan were on Rich Gang label, and you think that Young Thug was, like, Bird... Yeah, I feel like Birdman, basically, whenever... Um whenever what's his name Lil Wayne decided to drop out and just be like I'm not releasing music anymore because what you're doing and with all my money and shit I feel like he said okay fuck basically, this basically I feel like Birdman decided to take Young Thug in as his Lil Wayne 2.0 yes as that's that's like a, maybe a way to get Lil Wayne to be like alright fine then never mind fuck you I want to come back like I want to work for you yeah I, because Thug was popping off thug, and, like, yeah Thug he was, he, he was pretty popular at this time he basically took Thug under his wing and said okay like, oh, I'll mentor thug, you instead mine. yeah so, Young Thug and Rich Homie Kwan were friends, and Rich Homie Kwan decided to leave Rich Gang mm-hmm. and be his own self, just be Rich Homie Kwan. And I guess Thug didn't like that, and he was like, fuck Rich Homie Kwan for doing that. Not a part of the gang, you know. And then Rich Homie went on another interview on saying, like, I have no beef with Thug. Like, I wish him all success. I just want to be myself. I don't need to be with Rich Gang. But, in my opinion, I still feel like that was a bad move on Rich Homie Kwan's part because he kind of, like fell off like a little bit like after he, that and i love his music don't get me wrong but like if you look at where thug's at right now and you look at where he's at right now like thug is is like thug obviously took the better thug route. is almost like mainstream like yeah. everyone kind no, of knows no, he, who is. he is he, now. he is mainstream after this album he's he's 100 yeah 100 but rich homie kwan's still like in the like more not as successful trap but like he is successful in my opinion like i like him but like not all everyone's gonna know rich homie kwan like they know young thug mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm so that's one thing to consider but and it's a matter of like it's also a matter of consistency and i think uh young thug obviously has worked harder than a lot of these people out here he's been grinding it out like if you check his mixtapes albums he's doing something every year he's doing something he's always on people's songs i mean he's on some of the biggest songs of 2018 2019 uh he, he's been hit uh crazy with the features everything like that oh yeah thug's been get fe- featured on everything mm-hmm. like he just he just keeps doing features just so he can get his name out there and i think it's smart of him to be doing like these mm-hmm. mainstream features like with post malone camila cabello like yeah all, all those type of people that are like mainstream pop artists kind of like even though post malone's kind of rap but like camila cabello mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's pop he's getting sure. like people to know him like my dad's like who is this young thug on this camila yeah, cabello like- <laughs> song i can't believe this like <laughs> Definitely, no. Yeah, anyways, so... But, but, yeah, no, what I was saying, though, was uh, he... Young Thug took it, took the consistent route, and I think... I'm not sure if Rich Homie Kwan was as consistent when he decided to do his own thing. Because he, he dropped, like, I think he dropped what? One album? What was the the album he dropped that really was where he was getting buzz crazy from? It had the ooh, 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 like that song on it. I can't remember Flex. what it's called. Flex. So, yeah, so he dropped... That song I think is a single to one of his albums, and that so- that single blew up. That's his yeah. number one song right now to this day, still. Mm-hmm. And it was the album. Um, but his last album in 2018, Rich as in Spirit, like that album was honestly really good, and I would recommend it as like a kind of album that's more, I don't know, not as mainstream. It's kind of more. Mm-hmm. Slept on that album is slept on the Riches and Spirit album. I oh, for love sure, that song. for sure. I'm uh, I'm gonna say I slept on that, that yeah, album. heavily. Um, you need to go listen to it again. I know. It's good I do. As shit. Yeah. Anyways, so 
we're going from Young Thug to Rich Homie Kwan. And then you get into Migos. All right. And everyone knows Bad and Bougie. And that's when, honestly, we got it. Migos, we got Lil Yachty, and we got 21 Savage. Those are the next three that are up in Atlanta. So right? that's that's when really rap started to really take over the world. Like, <laughs> like, like actual like world domination type shit. Like, this was when, around that time when 21 Savage and Lil Yachty and Migos, Bad and Bougie were all out. That was the same time the 2016 XXL freshman list has just dropped. Everybody's yeah. able to see who Uzi is, who's who uh, Lil Yachty is, who's Kodak, who, who who Kodak Black is, what kind of music you know 21 Savage makes, all that kind of stuff. And You're for those really... of you that don't know, the XXL freshman list is like a, XXL is like a big rap and hip hop like company in New company York. Company in yes. New York, and they make a freshman year list of the new rappers that are like really hot right now. Mm-hmm. So back then it was Migos, Twenty One Savage, Lil Yachty, and that like, was their biggest issue because that that issue was the number one like controversial one because everybody saw Lil Uzi with his purple hair and everybody saw Lil Yachty with his red hair and they're like, what the fuck, fuck kind of like, rap who, is this? Yeah, who are this these wasn't rappers, like these this wasn't crazy. any like kind of trap shit. It was more or less like the the rappers that are now like taking those drugs and like you know going to the studio. Like this is when people started to get into that Xanax phase. You know that oh. 2016, 2017 people taking Zans and shit. People like overdosing. Uzi with his music. I mean, it made, I'm not going to lie, I fuck with it. I mean, the music is amazing. When well, you're, it's a little bit like, not necessarily good. like Migos and 21 Savage, but they're the ones who started like mainstreaming talking about drugs. Like I'm trapping out the band. Mm-hmm. Like, like little Uzi, It was on lie. the radio, like, like people talking about drugs. And like the fact that Lil Uzi's like, I mean, Lil Uzi's also not from Atlanta, but he is kind of classified into this because he works with a lot of these artists. And he's a, he's a huge artist to this day. And he, yeah, yeah, but Hendrick loves Lil Uzi. Like, <laughs> you can, if you can't tell already, I fuck with Kanye heavily. Hendrick loves Lil Uzi. Uzi's the best. Sam, who's your ride or die? Cuddy. 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 So those are our, we're kind of biased about these artists, if you can't already tell. For sure. But Uzi's, you know, what's, what's the, what's the freaking song that everyone knows from Uzi. Money Longer. No. The boat, the most... Exo Tour apo- Life. Exo Tour Life. <laughs> yeah. All My Friends Are Dead, Push Me to the Edge. Hey, like, yeah. That would be Everybody's on the radio and mm-hmm. our parents would be like, what does this mean? And we're like, don't you love this song? Yes, it's so good. Like, like it's, everyone loved that song. There like, was just, I mean, it's just something about the pain that they were going through and they'd have to take drugs to, sed- to like sedate the pain that they would be going through and they'd be able to spew it out into their music. I just thought it was good. Like, I mean, it's... As like as suburban like, white yes, kids sub- are like feeding into this, like we love this I don't shit. Know. Like our was... lives are so hard. Like exit yeah. life. All my that friends was a are big dead. Part of Juice World success too. Yeah, yeah. like all his songs. I mean, the drug songs, talk so. now is just huge. I mean, a lot and of people. I think codeine has a lot, a big play in trap oh, music trap, as well. Oh, trap for sure. From future. I mean, that that goes back all the way to future. Future codeine. Oh no, and Gucci. Future and Gucci. But I mean, future really. He was able that I mean that dude made a song about it, Cody and Crazy. crazy. Like, and if you haven't heard that song, you're missing out on life. That is probably one of the, my favorite songs of all time. The most if you want to hear a trap song that's like also you can hear the pain while he raps. Oh like, god, that that's a great song about <laughs> it's just whole, about his coding just well, withdrawals and, and that whole mixtape was felt like was he like recorded it after he had like broken it up with Sierra. And uh-huh. like that was a huge. And he was heavy on the he drugs. He was heavy the on the time. drugs. He was just not like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can like hear it in the music too. Oh like yeah. yeah. They're, they're slurring and they're yeah yeah yeah. Beats too. Like nowadays, if you're beats, listening like to Rich not. the Kid, I'll tell you right now, if you play his new album, I will tell you about four or five songs where you can hear him just 
sloshed off the lean. Yeah. Like, dude is literally rapping like he's got a lisp. Like, really? it's, it's bad. Like, yeah. On his new one? Yeah, new. I thought Rich the Kid was okay, right? He, he just always posts about his baby mama. No, 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 no. If you listen to, like, the Rich Forever tape 4, mm-hmm. you can hear him. He sounds like he's sloshed off the lean. I need to listen to it. He, like, he literally, like, slurs his words. He'll be rapping, like, I'm a bitch. Like, you can't, it's hard to tell. Constantly too. He is, too, but he's probably battling it. I think he is battling it a lot. You ride for Juice World too, though. Juice, Juice World is hard. Guy. I mean, Juice oh World's talented, very talented. Tell me why people hate Juice World, though. We'll go off on like a little tangent about this because I think it's like okay. everyone's like it's so controversial. Like, either they love Juice World or they fucking hate Juice World. I feel like some people probably don't like Juice World mostly because like he's not necessarily like a rap artist, so to speak. Like some people want to say he's pop because I mean he made yeah. he songs he's a lot of like singing. he does have singing. He's well, like that's posed, true. But- Mm-hmm. There's that argument with Post the same way there's the Jews. That's but why the they thing need is, to decategorize. But the, the thing shit. is, but no, no. But the thing is, I think that what separates him from like people like Post is that he was able to do out of anybody. Let me or let me ask you this: Go on YouTube right now and tell me what artist out of all the rappers you know can rap in freestyle for an hour straight, off the top of the Future. dome, for for an hour long. An hour but long. But is it that good? Like, I mean, I, I mean, think... it's not that it doesn't. It doesn't. Freestyling doesn't matter about if it's good or not, Rachel. Okay, it's about okay. the fact that he can keep it consistent and keep it going, and he's able but to does actually it sound good. Like it. I mean, relatively, it doesn't have to sound amazing, but as long as he's keeping the keeping the thought train going, and he's able to still like articulate his words, and he's doing that for an hour long. I think that's straight talent. Straight talent. Are well, you I mean, no, me? he's definitely talented. I just think that a lot of the times people think that. I mean, it definitely has to do with the fact that he kind of sounds a little poppy, sings a little bit, he too. He does, yeah, he does. But I think it's also the fact that some of his songs, like, kind of sound similar. Like, he has a specific mm-hmm. sound about him that if he, he doesn't does. change it in the next two albums, it's going to get real old it real will. fast. Yep. And I think that's kind of what happened a little bit to Rich the Kid if he, like... He doesn't, cause he hasn't come out with like a hit hit since like no, Rich, plug walk no, and like all that stuff. And Rich like, the kid, the next he's, album wasn't. He's not success. falling off, but he's definitely he's going down that path if he doesn't really try to make some like drastic changes now. Like, or if he doesn't make like another hit, like it's just. And I mean, like the controversy on hip hop, like hip hop used to be booming back when like six nine and all of them were out. Like every day you'd open up Instagram and it'd be something new. Like six nine has done this or. Some other person is well, I mean, all the rappers are like and, going to jail, like, and it's just yeah, becoming ma- mainstream headline news. Yeah, like, like we uh, got like Melly, we have, and then the whole XXX like Melly X died, take Hayes in jail for Bobby life. Shredder. Now he just got convicted or whatever, and then fucking Kodak is going to jail all the time. I know, Kodak but Kodak doesn't. Kodak's so sad. Kodak, we love I love him. Kodak. But back to Atlanta rap, sorry. We got Migos, 21 Savage, mm-hmm. Yachty. We're still on kind of that train right now. So yeah, now. the XXL. So when when they were, when all three of them were dropping music, that's when really like rap started to overtake everything. And this is what you call quality control. All right. Quality, quality control, control is mm-hmm. the Migos and Lil Yachty's label. And that also falls into now from quality control. We have... Lil Baby. Lil Baby. City Girls. City Girls. Kind of. Cardi B likes to be in there, but she ain't quality control. I mean, she's not quality control. No. not either. He's with the... Why so? Um, Um, But anyway, so, you know, Migos was huge, and they're all, like, separate artists, too. 
um, Migos, who produced for them a lot that like popped off. So a lot of people, I mean, everybody knows this. Murda Beats was able to make most of the beats for them. Metro Boomin has produced for Migos. Who made Bad and Bougie? Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin. Yeah, Bad Metro Bougie. Metro Bad and Bougie, Bougie was probably one of the biggest songs of like two years ago. Like mm-hmm. probably like I I would consider it like my sophomore year of college. Like probably the bi- the biggest song that year. Okay. But it, I don't think it won. It was like the same time as EXO Tour Life, and those two songs like. It's crazy you don't remember the tag on the front of that song though. Hey, yo, Metro, don't trust you. He doesn't do that on on Bad and Bougie. Yeah, he does. Really? Yeah, he does at the beginning. Oh, uh, whatever. I anyway. think that goes back to like rap taking. I think Lil Uzi had a big part in the rap taking over, just because he. No, he did. He had a the, huge he, part. That was the come up. Was Lil Uzi was on the come up, and that's when rap just took off. No, yeah. really. So and then Uzi Migos were there. Up. It was no. It was Migos popped off like right before mm-hmm. him. No, he helped Migos pop off. Oh, yeah. He he helped. And then not and even then before that's him, when like, the other rap artists started getting bigger though. Then Future got like mainstream after Migos like, did. Really I feel like he got really like, mainstream. Then Two Chains got really mainstream. Mm-hmm. Then Young Thug got really mainstream and those well, are even older than Migos but Migos kind of well, we like can, popped we, it well, off well we can back up a little bit because hold on hold on don't say I wouldn't say future future okay future was before all these people because he was with Drake on that no, no, no 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 future has been consistently dropping mixtapes for a long time but the real breakout when future started getting commercial success like on the billboard charts and everything was when him, Southside, and Metro all got together in Esco as well and decided to make Dirty Sprite 2 in 2015. A year before the XXL freshman list came out. Right. This was when this was when like really like Lean started to get popular oh, yeah. itself. That's Lean true. was like really like DS2 was one of the most like uh, uh, historical moments in hip hop. Like you can put this down as like a classic album. Dirty Sprite 2 from Future just set the set the pace for the entire trap for the next five years. I agree with that, but I still think Future was like n- more famous now thanks to the younger the younger. I artists see that's what I'm saying, but like a lot of people do did it, listen like, to Dirty Sprite like a lot. Like, of- it was more the singles that, that come but... out though, because people did listen to like "I'm a fuck your bitch" with the Gucci flops, oh, yeah. and I it's think really that famous, that like Vine and a lot of just social media kind of popped off too and that's a lot of the reason why it's easier for these artists to pop off who you wouldn't really consider like go to atlanta and like find some like oh, yeah. it was always from la or from from like new towns, york like, like yep. big big places that's where like music was most popular that because that's where people would go up. to but once social media came out then atlanta was able to yep. say hey we're here too like mm-hmm. look at us for like the music so social media has played a huge part in all these artists success but I in think. that Dirty Sprite 2, though. Thought Dirty, it was a drought. No, Where you at? And Drake also pushed that. No, too. no, no, no. Like, I think Dirty Sprite really set the pace for most trap music Stick that was going to come out after that. Like, that's where 808 Mafia, that's where Metro Boomin really fuck started. Fuck up some commas. Fuck up some commas. Yes. That song. Yes, that yes. song. So, anyways. So, we got, we got you know, Migos then after the after Future. And they kind of popped it off. 21 mm-hmm. Savage with Metro Boomin, that mixtape. They made Savage Mode 1. Savage yes. Mode 2 is supposed to come release soon. Savage Mode 2, if it comes out, we're going to do a whole episode about it, yes. honestly. Yes, Because we love 21 Savage so you, much. Yeah. I love him so much. Um, and then Lil Yachty is also in the quality control like umbrella. Mm-hmm. like That's their label. And Lil Yachty writes uh, City Girls music, too. Some of their songs. One of their most popular act up. Yeah, Lil act Yachty up. Wrote he wrote it. that. And a lot of people like give shit to Lil Yachty sometimes, but he came up like 
He came up my freshman year. Like yeah, the, um, the the reason why I like Lil Yachty the most is because he, out of everybody you know in the rap game, he's the only person out of everyone that's saying I don't do drugs, I don't drink, I don't do anything. I just like to buy jewelry. Yeah, that's Lil literally Yachty's the super cute. yes, that's the only love, thing. If you haven't listened to the new quality, quality control mixtape, the intro song with Gucci and <laughs> Lil Yachty and Migos, dude, Lil Yachty literally goes off on a tangent at the end, and it's the funniest shit ever. He's like, "Don't tell me to buy jewelry, cause I'm just gonna buy more jewelry." Like, you just bought a house. Oh, this is cool. I just bought myself my new watch. Come look at his watch. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, he's you like, just bought your wife a new ring. I just bought myself a ring. I married myself." myself. <laughs> It's the best shit ever. And then Gucci's only like, that was so funny. Like, it was beautiful. beautiful. So funny. But yeah. That's a nice house, but did you see my watch? Yeah, did you see my watch? You see my watch. Definitely. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, then then after Lil Yachty, you're starting to get people like Playboy Cardi and Rich the Kid and Lil Baby and Gunna. And now we're starting to really get into the meat of Atlanta now, at least. I mean. Yeah. Like, Playboy Cardi, like, I feel like he kind of goes... Like, I don't really think about him when I think about Atlanta rap, to be honest, because I think of him associated with, like, artists that ASAP are, like... Mob, I ASAP Mob, ASAP so. Mob, Tyler, so, the like, Creator, New York like, stuff. New York, mm-hmm. and, like, also California. Like, I feel like Playboy Cardi, like, is a little bit, like... He's a little West Coast, but not really. Yeah. No, well, he, with, with Tyler, I feel like he No, is. for sure, for sure, for sure. But, anyways, then... Um, yeah, so, Playboy Cardi, he dropped, um, he was on an XXL freshman list the year after Little Uzi... Um, Little Uzi and, and Kodak and, and 21 Savage and Yachty and we're all on there. And Playboy Cardi's actually a really good friend with Lil Uzi. They have a lot of music together. They make a lot of great music. They're supposed to have an album coming out together, 1629. Uzi uh, and who? Uzi and Playboy Cardi. Oh, no way. They're both, like, best friends. They record, like, all the, they record all the time. They're supposed to have an album coming out together, like I said, but yeah. Playboy um, Cardi is the most famous, like, really, really famous for the Yo Pierre Come Out Here song. Yeah, so Pierre, so... The way Pierre, the way Cardi came up was actually really crazy because Playboy Cardi, he was rapping for a time. He wasn't taking it very seriously, but then he met Play, he or he heard one of this guy, this guy that came up. He was he was just making beats in Atlanta. And his name's Pierre Bourne, and he he made a beat. He made a couple beats and he sent it out to a couple rappers like Trippy Red and Six Nine. Well, somehow one of those beats from Trippy Red, I think, got to Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi rapped on the beat loved the beat and took the beat from him without without pierre's and just dropped the song on soundcloud without pierre even knowing Mm -hmm. so pierre's pissed off as hell thinking oh my god this is crazy like some dude just stole my beat ripped it off and he's now rapping he's getting famous off it because it was starting to blow up well then cardi decided to be the good guy in this case and he called up pierre and now pierre's his producer and they've got multiple hits together they've made two classic albums together both of both of Cardi's albums are considered classics. I mean, Cardi's fan base is the craziest fan base I've ever seen in my life. I mean, Die Lit is Die Lit, great album. album. The Playboy album. Cardi self-titled album, great, great album. album. I mean, production. Woke up like this. Yep, woke up like Uzi this with Uzi. Looking, looking with Uzi, Uzi as also well. Like, like he he works a lot with ASAP. Yes, he's, he's also, he's, like don't get confused, he is with ASAP Mob, but he's not from New York. He is, he is an, actually an ASAP Mob, but he's one of, he's like the only person in ASAP Mob, I think, that doesn't really have like a name, like ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Playboy Cardi's his own thing, but he is tied in with Rocky and all them. Rocky was his mentor for a long time. Once he started to get in the rap game, he would talk to Rocky and call him about any problem Cardi would have. He'd call Rocky up like his big, like his big brother, basically. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, and Rich the Kid, like we talked about him before, but Lil Baby and Gunna, those are like the two drip too hard. The team, the dudes that really are just on the forefront of Atlanta, showing people how to do it, showing people how to do it. Like they're really, really famous. Any song right now that has featuring Lil Baby, everyone's like, oh, that's a that's mega hit, hit. a mega Hit. hit, mega hit. People gonna love gonna. I mean, baby, little baby and gunna both came up on the rise like at about the same time, and they both started working together, and it was just the most beneficial thing they could do. They dropped yeah. an album together. They're that still was just that. Equal in my opinion. No, they're they're, they they are. They definitely equal. like within like fame and like yeah. popularity and all that. They're definitely both right on the right right beside each other. But little babies with QC, so quality control with Amigos. Mm-hmm. But Gunna is on Young Thug's label. Gunna is actually Young Thug's like what is any related to him or okay. some? Oh, I don't know if he's related. But no, he's I think his he is. Protégé. I think. It's, I think Gunna is legit Young yeah, Thug's I think cousin. He is. Like, actually, I think he is. So, yeah, Gunna is not actually uh, (laughs) blood-related. He is not blood-related. But it says here that he met Young Thug uh, through one of his mutual friends. So, when he met Young Thug, I guess Young Thug heard his rapping style and said, I like it. Uh, Just basically, I'm going to mentor you. And Gunna's been under his wing for a long time now. And now that Young Thug has got crazy commercial success, Gunna is right behind him with doing almost about the same numbers if not the same yeah but, you know that's right. what i think is crazy all these rappers have been out for young thug's been out for so long future's been out for so long mm-hmm. and yeah then, once again they're still coming back up as really like huge rappers yeah like future's still considered one of the biggest rappers young thug is still considered one of the biggest rappers. right and they're Even like a lot older young. but yeah. i think in the but i feel like the migos are considered around the same like mainstream level as them though that's what i'm saying if not more like if not a little bit more just because of how they popped off culture the album just blew up and the thing is now is that i feel like for like what do you think the future of the migos is though let's talk about that because i feel like the migos like there's gonna something's gonna come like either they either they have to make a really 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 good album together again or Or they're all gonna just have to go on their solo careers yep and then take off is gonna take off I think I think what I think is gonna happen is they're gonna release another album with each other, but this time this album they're gonna like they're gonna have to do something different. They're gonna, they're gonna have, have to. They're just gonna feature Lil Baby Gunna and the Baby. That's all I they're mean, gonna do is yeah. they're gonna have a bunch of features from everybody else. They will unless they can make another hit like Bad and Bougie, Bougie. or or you know slipping with Future yeah. or not Future Gucci slipping with Gucci. Slippery. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Slippery. Slippery. I'm sorry. I think they're gonna end up like Ray Shrimmerd like kind of fall on if they don't do something different I think it's how it'll be because Ray Shrimmerd was huge and now it's just and now they're Sway Lee like, really Sway Lee Sway Lee, Lee. yeah, yeah. Kinda, they kind of split up but I think I think for for Migos I feel like sometimes like it's between Quavo and Take or not Take Off Quavo Offset. and Offset mm-hmm. But I'm confused as to who I like more now like I feel like Offset's kind of shining more than Quavo is these days. I'll say right just now. Recently. I'll say right now the most popular one still is Offset, just because he's dating Cardi B or he's married to Cardi B. He has two kids with her. But Quavo was more her. popular than him until Offset got. He was Cardi no, but B. Offset also dropped the best album, solo album out of yeah, all three of them. That's true. Everyone, that everyone recognizes listen. that. That no, no, that really is a good album. Like Offset really did good. He tried his hardest and went out. Ric Flair drip. I mean, that's not even on the album, but yeah. <laughs> what album is yeah. that off of? That's, that's off, off of the, Metro Boomins. The Metro Boomin in 21 Without Savage warning. Album. Without warning. 
One with Ghostface Killers on it. Is it really? Yes, yeah, it really is. I'm serious. Yeah. No, it's not. But yeah, like uh, songs like on there. I no, mean, that's I, Offset and Twenty One Savage's album together. Yeah, but that's Offset's warning. song. That's Offset Metro Boomin's song, straight just them two. Oh. Yeah, she's right. Yeah, Miss Twenty One Savage is not on Ric Flair drip at all. It is a collab album though. No, it is. Yeah, yeah all three of them. Twenty One. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, no, that's no, confused. that's exactly what it is. But yeah, like um, but that's the kind of stuff that we're talking about here, like um getting collab albums from artists like that's the atl kind of way they're 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 always collabing with each other they whether treat it's like their albums too now i think that streaming has become like more easy easily like accessible like it used to be like we're gonna release a mixtape and because we're a hood like artist we're from the atlanta yeah. trap the atlanta mm-hmm. hood we're not gonna like have an album we're gonna have like a mixtape that you guys can go get off whatever you get yep. mixtapes off of. Like yep. either it's SoundCloud or if it's another like mixtape platform or that people Spinrella, get all their stuff. Spinrella, stuff, like stuff mm-hmm. like that. But now that Apple Music and Spotify have become more prevalent and SoundCloud, I think they still put shit out on SoundCloud too. But you can like make money off of it that way. Mm-hmm. Then they can make it an actual album. Then it's more like we're not making mixtapes, but they're kind of like a mixtape. Yeah. Like, they're not, like, as well-produced as, like, a big album, like, say, Astro World. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, like, an album album. Like, these collab tapes, like, are, like, tapes, but they're still released as albums because that's how they're going to monetize it. No, the collab tapes are, are definitely, like, they're albums, but nowadays it's gone to the point where artists can just sit there and say, that's not my, like, that's not an album. That's just a work of art that well, I like decided to put together. Well, like Chance the Rapper did. Like, yeah. Kind of with like coloring book. With like, like coloring it book, still yeah. was a mixtape, but it was basically treated. It like was an album. it was basically his debut album because it, it did the best out of everything mm-hmm. he's ever dropped before. Then, I mean that album just went crazy. Everybody loved it. He won Grammys for it, I think. Didn't he win a Grammy or something like that? He's he got nominated. nominated. I'm pretty I think sure he, he won. won a Grammy. He won a Grammy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he won yeah. a Grammy. But yeah, that 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 was Grammy winning, and he, he sat there the whole time and said it was if, a mixtape. It's Chance not an album. Wins a Grammy though for this last album. I'm gonna be low key pissed at the Grammy. I'm gonna be fucking mad. I'm just mad that first of all, uh, what's his name has not gotten a Grammy yet. I think J Cole should just straight up get a Grammy. Why the fuck has he not gotten a Grammy yet? J Cole needs to come out with his own solo album though. Yeah, Again, he needs to finish. It just finish sucks that, that he up. didn't get one for Forest Hills Drive. No, but... Forest Hills Drive should not even have a Grammy. It should have like a fucking Nobel Peace Prize. I don't know, like <laughs> that. That album is just amazing. Being from South Carolina when that dropped too was just a whole different vibe. Everyone loved that shit there. Now that we're so we're in Arizona, like right now. And everyone here doesn't fuck with J. Cole. They're kind of like... I ride hard for J. Cole. Everyone here rides hard for Kendrick. And I'm just not a... I'm not a huge Kendrick fan. And, like, I love his first, like, the Good Kid Mad City. Like, I love that shit. Section 80 as well. Section 80, yeah. Like, flames. But, like, the fucking... With, just, with humble that one album, is, like, there's just damn. like damn, like I wasn't damn, into it. Didn't impress it. me as much. No, but everyone fuck with it. There's like, a type of mainstream that Kendrick has hit that J Cole doesn't even want to hit because he's just like that type of artist. You know what I'm saying? Like J Cole's super low key. That's why I like J Cole though because he's able yeah. to stay low key and still stay relevant and still drop really good music. But a lot of people like hate on him. Like they're gonna listen to this and be like, "Fuck you, J Cole." I just don't. Like, I just I don't get that. J Cole is a great artist i will put him in my opinion right beside kendrick but i just put j cole a little higher because i'm from that area and it's just j well, cole yeah just, it's more it's like just more music, influential like and, yeah 
that's why we're all into the Atlanta trap scene too. Mm-hmm. Like it might be different. Like if you're from California, like you're listening to people like YG, Tyga, like mm-hmm. all those people you know. from California. And everybody. So like I get it, but like for us, like trap music is like yeah, the like, mecca of what we listen to. Listening to Twenty One Savage yeah. is like the closest rappers we can get to. Like I love Twenty One Savage so much. Mm-hmm. Like oh my gosh, I could talk about it all day long. Twenty One's crazy. I mean, so what are your favorite like rap like trap? albums or okay. artists or like what what would you highlight for somebody trying to get into trap music okay so if you're trying to get into trap music i definitely just have to recommend future ds2 mm-hmm. future dirty sprite 2 really in my opinion set the forefront for trap that's where i really started to like actually get trap i actually started to under really understand it and the monster mixtape like if the you monster go to soundcloud as well. listen to the monster mixtape by future it has like him like his face but it's all like like a mummy mm-hmm. kind of like a monster looking like oh, yeah. creepy but it's cool and coding crazy is the very uh, last song on there throwaway like the throwaway is actually a really interesting song because it starts off in the beginning like really fast and then at the end it's like super sad like kind of like coding crazy but a little bit like sadder yeah coding crazy is just sad but it has bounce to it yeah, Coding bounce. Crazy is a good... I could listen to that song like over oh, yeah. and over again. Oh, yeah. Over and over again. Um, another really good album, um, what Sam's got pulled up on the computer right now, based on a true story, 2 Chains. Any 2 Chains album, really, you can get oh, into. I you'd love like 2 Chains. Yeah. 2 Chains is an awesome guy. 2 like, Chains is just something I think you can market so well. I mean, he's just a marketing god. Uh, I buy everything from <laughs> 2 Chains. Like, yeah. His email yeah. marketing is so funny. Like, I'll get this email and be like, hey, what's up, Rachel? It's 2 Chains. Like, I got some <laughs> new merch dropped for you. Like, check it out on the website. And I'm just like, oh my god, 2 Chains email me. Yes. But he didn't fucking email me. Like, yeah. it's like a simple, like, it looks like he actually emailed me, but he didn't. And then I just go into it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, ten dollars shirts. Like, gotta buy one. Yeah, you gotta I'm a get stupid one. Consumer. Yeah. Two chains was two chains. I think one year decided to put the Santa dabbing on a. Uh, like oh, yeah. Santa doing the dab on, on, a, on, a, on a sweater, a, and he made over a million dollars. He oh, made over a yeah. million dollars just selling. Sweaters. I was gonna buy it, but I was just like, I don't have enough money. It's Christmas time. Like, yeah. I gotta save my money for other shit. Um, another another really Atlanta Atlanta album I would say would you'd have to listen to the entire Savage Mode album. Oh yes, by Twenty One Savage. Savage. Yes. That was really Atlanta. And also, if you listen to some good Gucci Mane like songs, like I. Love Lemonade by Gucci Mane. That's an Very older one, song. but it's a it's a classic. Very and good. then he has a hit with Waka Flocka, the fifteenth and the first. Oof. That song when you're drinking or you're partying with your friends, dude. That song hits. Yes, it very, hits. Very good song, especially and, when you know the words. Oh yes, that song is the one of the best. Like fifteenth and the fifteenth and the first by Gucci Mane and Waka Flocka. Look yep. it up. You'll yep. love it. Add it. And then also when Gucci got out, the return of East Atlanta Santa, like mm-hmm. that Chris, if you want some Christmas album, like some trap Christmas, that's, oh, yeah. that's the oh, album yeah. to go for. And it's not even really for trap, sure. but it has the both song with Drake, like. But um no, for me, for me, Gucci has like the my my favorite album from Gucci has to be Drop Top Wop. Oh, Drop Top Wop with Metro Boomin. With Metro Boomin, mm-hmm. produ- executive producing. The I recommended album. that to that to somebody the other day, and they're like, no, that album actually has like full of bangers like, no it's, it, I was like, it is it i was is like really. you, if you want to know a classic album from gucci because a lot of the times like i tell people that like gucci doesn't have like specific albums really that are like the best like you listen to every single song and you love it but mm-hmm. i i like most of the songs on his albums just because i'm a fan of gucci but like and he's not the bad. album for me no he's really good he's also just older like he came out of jail like he was in yeah. jail for a while and he came back but he's still like hot he's doing great yeah give it a shame but i say drop top wop with Metro Boomin is probably one of the best pieces of work yes. from Gucci and Metro like in, ever. Yes, like it's so good. There, that so album good. was really, really curated, cur- curated to the 
to its peak performance. Like, for sure, for it's sure. got a great songs on there. One of my favorite Gucci albums was Waptober. Wap-tober. Oh, Waptober, really that's good. a good one Wap-tober, too. Bling Blur, Bling Blur. I could Dolph, listen to yep. Gucci all the time. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the What the Fuck It's Hot podcast Atlanta special episode. We'll catch you next time.